Hello, everyone. It's your Like Mother, Like Murder hosts. And we just wanted to remind you that our Mother's Day merch is up on our website at likemotherlikemurder.com. So if you guys are still looking for that special something for all the moms in your life, head on over. We have some custom stuff designed by yours truly. That's Get me. It, girl. That's me, That's guys. you. <laughs> yeah. And Joel. That- Joel helped too. (laughs) That's true. Go Joel. Bye. Us (laughs) truly. (laughs) All right. Go check it out. Okay. Love you. Bye. Okay. Love you. Bye. Welcome to Like Mother, Like Murder. I am Rachel. And I'm Heather. We bring you the good the badass and the crime this is like mother like murder welcome back everyone to like mother like murder a very special bonus episode of like bonus love it yes Bring Sometimes I really miss doing that. I know. we. That's why I thought it was the perfect thing. You know, when we were wine time, it. it was wine. We don't do that anymore. Speaking of, look at look at my wine time glass that I still use. What's in that cup, my dear? Oh, coffee. You guys, I just I woke up late this morning and I woke up and was like, shit. I was supposed to record with Rachel first thing in the morning. And then I look at my phone and she's so sweet. An hour ago, she texted me, good morning, like all like very nice. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Look, I almost left my house too. I said, oh, we'll get to this later. But, I'm so but, sorry. Uh, we can't get to it later. We need to get to it right this now. Is, so this needs to come right. out. You're right. You're right. So this is a very special bonus episode. We have some very important updates for you. Um, and then, of course, you know, we're going to take the opportunity to also shout some people out, especially, specifically, those amazing, amazing women, because happy March, y'all. Happy March, y'all. Happy March, y'all. And uh, and then we're going to have some fun with some uh, Q&As some at Q&As. the end. Um, but yeah, let's get into it, because this let's news, I as soon as I saw the news, I immediately sent it to Rachel, and I was like, we need to do an update on it. And it was perfect, because we have an, an update on another case, but Michelle Traconis. Michelle Traconis. Jennifer Dulos case, you guys. Michelle Traconis has been found guilty, uh, connected to the disappearance of Jennifer Dulos. Of course she has. Yeah, because... Clearly. And if you guys were following the trial, like, clearly, clearly, because so much more evidence came out in this trial that really just implicated uh, not only Michelle, but also Fotis. Right. right? So if you wanted the whole story, go back and listen to episode 84. But to just sum up very quickly, Jennifer Dulos was a mother of five beautiful young babies um they she was from connecticut and she was in the middle of a somewhat bitter divorce and uh, custody battle with her um still husband they weren't divorced yet but estranged husband for sure photos doulos yeah it was it was more than somewhat it was definitely bitter there was a lot going on there so you have to check this out 
we we get into it a lot in the episode, but it, it was really difficult because she had actually filed, tried to file a restraining order against him, but they said no because there was no evidence of a physical altercation, which is okay. I'm going to try not to change to get, that. No, yes. get mad. Get that. I, I'm trying not to get so upset first thing in the morning. But the good thing that one of the amazing things that came out of this case, along with another oh, tragic case of a mother named Jennifer, was they did pass a bill that specifically said, like, it doesn't need to be physical. Like, there are lots of other ways uh, for abuse to happen. Right. So... Thank God for that. Yeah. So she had tried to file restraining orders. They didn't allow her to. And then, as we've seen time after time, which is so unfortunate, in May of 2019, she goes missing. Right. And uh, luckily, luckily, the authorities jumped right on it. They were right on it. And uh, eventually they did charge Photostulos, like, within a few weeks. They were on it, right? And so they charged Photostulos, her, you know, estranged husband, and his girlfriend at the time, Michelle Traconis, uh, with eventually, because it took a couple different turns of charging them, but murder conspiracy to commit murder and various evidence tampering. So Michelle specifically was getting a conspiracy uh, to commit murder charge along with various evidence tampering things. And so photos and Michelle honestly spent several months pretty much like in and out of jail because they were charged more than once and then like posting bail and like all of these things. And again, you're going to have to go back and listen to the whole episode for, for the, the whole thing. But, Ultimately, what happens in January 2020 after the most recent charge of murder and when Photos wasn't able to post his bond, uh, he actually commits suicide. In doing that, he also leaves a suicide note that basically implies that he himself and anyone else that has been implicated in the case, a.k.a. Michelle, right. is innocent. Yeah, no. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> Obviously, by the outcome of this uh, trial. But exactly. that, thankfully, that didn't stop Michelle from going to trial. So they, they still brought her to trial. It began in January. Right when I was covering the, putting out the episode, the, the trial was starting. And after several weeks of prosecutors presenting just tons of evidence against her, including a video of Michelle admitting that she provided a false alibi for Fotis. The day that Jennifer disappeared, which is just like even more evidence, like I said, that Photos was guilty as well. So the jury found Tracotis guilty. All charges. Yep. Good. Good. So the charges included conspiracy to commit murder, tampering with physical evidence, conspiracy to commit tampering with physical evidence, and hindering a prosecution. So I'm glad there is some amount of justice for Jennifer and her family, her kids. But unfortunately, Jennifer's body still has not been found. So I was really hoping that coming out of this case, you know, there would be something that could happen where they could find Jennifer's body and, you know, just kind of allow that little bit of closure for the family. Um, but want to hear something kind of annoying 
She I won't do. be sentenced. I'm like, I don't, but I do. I know. It, these things are so frustrating because I'm, I was so happy to see that something, you know, for Jennifer's family. But then I was still thinking about like the annoying thing is like they still don't have her body, which is just tragic. And the other annoying thing is that, um, so she won't be sentenced until the end of May. So she, you know, she's been found guilty, but she won't have her sentencing until the end of May. And in the meantime, they gave her bond. Like, they're allowing this woman, who was just convicted on conspiracy to commit murder, to be out on bond if she can afford the $6 million bond, which she comes from money. Right. Like, she she probably could. Could figure Until it she's out. officially sentenced. So she could potentially spend the next few months out on bond. What? We, we see We see how that turns out so many times. It's like, Seriously. just because you think that this person okay they were convicted for this specific crime okay so maybe you don't think they are a danger in the sense of like are they gonna go and do this to someone else no but someone from money you know what they're probably gonna try to do take off fucking they're gonna run we already know this also if you you should be locked up because you just you committed a crime yes and a crime that like and it's not even like oh it was theft or fraud or or something like that conspiracy to commit murder i do not understand how this is anyway okay whatever (sighs) but i will i choose to look on the bright side that someone is being held accountable for for the disappearance of jennifer and hopefully she won't be the only one because if you remember from the from the episode if not go back and listen there was another man, another person who was charged with conspiracy to commit murder. He was a friend and former lawyer of Photos Dulos, right? Kent Mahuini. Mm-hmm. Okay. Remember that name. Yeah, Mahuini. So there's no trial date set yet. He he did plead not guilty. There's no trial date set yet for him, but we will be keeping an eye on it and keeping you all updated for sure. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, step in the right direction here. I'm glad that, you know, something is coming out of of this case. Though I just, I I really, truly, for the family's sake, wish that they could get like those real real answers of what happened and and where her body is. Yes. Unfortunately, we don't know if that'll ever happen because Fotis is gone. Right. And it's you know, I just I, I hope the family can find closure despite despite those things being open-ended. Hi. My name is Joe, and I'm the host of Tales, Trails, and Taverns. In this show, Rob and I like to take an active approach by hiking out to haunted, creepy, and abandoned places. We love the adventure and discovering the dark history of the locations we visit. We release a new episode every Friday on Apple, Spotify, and Patreon, as well as bonus episodes on varying Tuesdays. Don't just take my word for it. We have great listeners who have left some awesome reviews. Oh, I love adventure, but during those times when I can't get to the outback, oh, I like to listen to Tales, Trails, and Taverns. Those boys dig deep into the dark history, and their first-hand experiences really delivers the excitement. This podcast is a beaut. Back when I was the governor, I didn't have time to listen to podcasts. But now that I'm retired from politics, I can focus on my two passions, pumping iron and listening to tales, trails, and taverns. It doesn't matter who we are. What matters is that we all listen to tales, trails, and taverns. I love listening to the podcast. Wait, what's the podcast again? It's an audio show you listen to. Oh, like on the radio? 
Sort of, yeah. Okay. I love listening to Tulips and Tiddlywinks. It's Tales, Trails, and Taverns. And what do you do again? Hike to scary places and drink beer. Sounds terrifying. Okay. I like to listen to Terrifying Tea Time, but not on the radio. Uh, okay, thank you. You did great. You're welcome. Say, you're kind of cute. Is there a Mrs. Tales, Trails, and Taverns? Now... Now you get it? No actual celebrities or political figures have endorsed Tales, Trails, and Taverns. All the reviews you've heard were written, fully, by the host, George Lennox, as well as the impersonations of celebrities, politicians, and movie characters. I meant no harm. Please don't sue me. Well, at least those sentencings are not open-ended and, right. you know, she she got what she deserved in this situation. Mm-hmm. So that is, mm-hmm. man, man. Yeah, this is all over the news right now. Everyone is looking into it's this and yeah. seeing this. And it's, you know, it's just so sad. Like, it is. It kills me. Um. So my update, thank you for that, by the way, Heather. My update is actually, you said, Jennifer Dulos, that episode was 84. The one I'm bringing is episode 83, you guys. So mine is a quick overview and update on Ruby Frankie. Ruby Frankie, you guys. So Ruby Frankie was the mom YouTube vlogger who would document her day-to-day life and post it on her YouTube channel, Eight Passengers. Um, there is a huge amount of information on Ruby Frankie and her business partner, Jody Hildebrandt, and the arrests that were made back in August 2023. Okay. So, like I said, on episode 83, we go over all of that. And mm-hmm. if you want all of that, go listen to that, but be sure to listen to this as well. So, I'll give like a little bit of uh, what exactly we talked about. But she displayed her day-to-day life on Eight Passengers. Millions of people came to this channel. Millions. Mm -hmm. And subscribed to this channel to see the perfectly beautiful life she was portraying for her viewers. It was her and her husband and their six children. The internet, you know, can be a very brutal place. And when Mm -hmm. you make your life available for public viewing, part of that will come with negativity and hate. In for any sure. capacity, right? For sure, so yeah. it, it was common for people to see these things that were being shared and start leaving negative comments. And sometimes they were irrelevant, but sometimes they were not. Some of the parenting ways that Ruby would use on her children were uh, described as unconventional. Her techniques or strategies. <laughs> I know your face. It's like, I'm uh, like yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, unconventional. <laughs> um, the things that she was doing, right? They were saying they were beginning to say were abusive, and in some mm. of those cases, they absolutely were. People were noticing these things that were happening. They were reporting them as well. Okay, and this continued and even escalated to become worse and worse when Jody Hildebrandt came into the picture, who we talk about in the episode as well. She's a piece of work, you guys, and herself. Oh God, um, yeah. Jody Hildebrandt uh, was a former therapist, among other things, and was the founder of Connections, which offered classes in relationships, parenting, all of that stuff. They were a part of the LDS Church, so a Mormon Latter-day Saints church, and the program would separate spouses or the family members in attempts to correct their behaviors of those who didn't live in accordance with the teachings, okay? So... This happened in Ruby Frankie's life. So Ruby Frankie joined Hildebrandt, and at this time, her husband was separated from her for this. 
she ended up moving in with Jody for a time period, and Jody got involved with Ruby's children. Okay? Ruby and Jody both were abusing these children. In August of last year, so August 2023, one of Ruby's children escaped Jody's house where he was being held, being held captive, okay? He escaped running to a neighbor's house for help, malnourished, physically displaying wounds from being bound. It is so awful, ultimately leading to the arrest of the two who have now been charged, okay? So that arrest back August uh, 2023, That's enough of the background. Go listen to 83 if you guys want more of that. But Ruby Frankie on February 20th was just now sentenced to 1 to 15 years for each of her child abuse counts, okay? So she's looking at 4 to 30 years, 4 to 30 years in prison as of now. It was capped at 30 max. Why? Um, it, you know, and it's really funny because I posted... <laughs> none of it's Why? funny. None of it's funny. Uh, I posted an update on TikTok. You guys can go follow us on TikTok if you want. But I posted an update there saying uh, four to 60 years and someone was like, it's 30, you idiot. But when I was doing the, the <laughs> well, math... Well, do the math. Know, on, 15 on, times four. I know. 60. That should be fucking 60. So that's Shit, It math. should be live. Right. And it, it... I mean, if I... I know how to read and I know how to I love these TikTok things. people who come for like the dumbest shit. It's, it's thing. so funny. Yeah. I okay. mean, it was capped at 30 years. Okay. Whatever. But why? Point, it shouldn't be. It should. Yeah. It shouldn't be. So in when she was sentenced, you know, she sits there apologizing to her children over and over. Um, and it's it's so hard because they go over all of the things that she that ruby frankie and jody hildebrand did and it crushes every single part of you to hear what people will do to their children thinking that it is going to i mean it's definitely going to change them but in in their attempts to change them for the better or their attempts to discipline or their they're deluded they're completely they're at the at the least they're deluded at the most they're psychopaths and they're trying to say that they wanted this control and abuse and power over these children to be for the children's own good but they're just psychopaths who just they fucking don't care. I, awful. you know, I find it really hard to believe. I mean, I don't know. I haven't looked at her psychiatric history or anything like that. If she's like insane, maybe she's got like legit psychiatric disorder and she didn't, you know, but you see the wounds on your child that you inflicted and you think that that's the best for them. Right. And so we we talk about it with all of the things that they did and the the physical abuse and the the wounds on the ankles and the the wrists from being bound and just being malnourished, depriving your children from food as a discipline. That's that's not even like the and then the psychological. Well, that's what. Yeah. So that emotional abuse that they endured, the fact that this child felt like they they deserved this right is even oh, more that broke my heart so yeah it it's so sad it is so sad but that that's the update there so she is she was sentenced to 4 to 30 years capped okay so we'll see what happens from there um i, I hope find, they throw the book at her 
Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not sure, like, parole date-wise, like... We'll have to see when she sentences, but we'll we'll let you guys know all of that stuff. Okay, um, so there are your guys' little quick updates on some of the cases that we've been talking about, and that you guys we know that a lot of you guys have been following and and searching for all of that, and probably most of you guys already know everything that's going on. But if you didn't, mm-hmm. there you have it. Now we are going to give some shout outs. Okay, yeah, Heather, let's pump it up because. Yes. <laughs> yeah pump pump it up um heather mentioned it at the beginning of the episode it is march you guys women's history month and we we do have some um some episodes coming your way that are very very big in this department for women's history month for international women's day you know all of those things coming soon okay but right now what i want to do so because of women's history month we want to shout out some of those amazing women who we're not only like big fans of them like personally and professionally we also get to call them friends and it's Mm -hmm. it's very excited because we say it all the time how amazing the podcasting community is and so i'm gonna sh- i'm just gonna rattle it off heather just gets to sit there and enjoy and in the background go whoop whoop yep yep get it get it you know? i'm a hype girl right now <laughs> hype queen <laughs> um, and yeah so let's start um actually let me start by saying go follow all of these yes. amazing badass women, you guys, because they are doing the damn thing and they deserve to be heard. There is a reason that they are on these platforms and doing what they do. And we love them. So go and do that. Holly with Crime A Holly. I adore her. So she is one of the old Crime Aholics hosts. She now has her own podcast, Crime A Holly, Crime With Holly. So podcast Crime With Holly. Go follow her on social media, Crime A Holly. Go check her out. Housewives of True Crime, Tabitha and Gretchen. You guys, this is one of the podcasts that I've been listening to for years and years and years. <laughs> They're amazing. I love them. Go subscribe to those beauties right now. Jules from True Crimes and Headlines. And also the much-anticipated Missing in Hushtown. She's such a badass person inside and out. Um, she's currently doing the most in the attempts to help find answers and bring justice for Jennifer and Adriana Wicks, go mm-hmm. follow and help to spread that word because she is on a mission. They deserve to be found 20 years. 20 years is too long. A day is too long. But this is absolutely insane in such a small town that people know the answers to. So hopefully, hopefully it's that th- their turn, right? Mm-hmm. Primetime crime. Kylie is so good at what she does. Her episodes are so informational, told in such a a way that just captivates you. But also, she's just like the sweetest, funniest little thing. I freaking adore her. Okay? I love her. (laughs) And we get to meet her at CrimeCon this year. I can't wait. So excited So excited. Twisted and Uncorked. Alicia and Sierra. They're love really, you, girls. Love you, girls. Seriously, we love them. Their vibes as friends and with like what they bring each week. I'm forever a listener and a friend. That's all there is to say about that one. Stephanie Morham. She hosts Wicked Ever After. And she, so she has her podcast, but she also has her YouTube channel. And she's just great at what she does. You guys go check her out. Frankie, Amanda from the Haunted and the Strange podcast. Uh, they tell crazy stories over there. Her as a person, though, she, like, 
She's super outdoorsy and drinks all of the wine. And it's really funny because she just makes me think of myself. <laughs> I love her so much. I talk to her all day. I love her. Go check out Haunted and the Strange. Amanda, the host of One Nothing. The host of One Nothing, not the president of One. That's me. I'm the president of One Nothing. Um, but that's okay. She's one of the funniest people out there, you guys. If you are not listening to her and One Nothing with her co-host, uh, Rachel and David, you're missing out. She's hilarious. You guys have to go listen to her. Um, I love it so much. Stay-at-home detectives with best friends Sam and Jen. I'm a new listener, loving them as well. Love, Mary Kill is a true crime podcast, and it's a couple. They're married, so Tina and her husband tell each other stories each week. Definitely go and listen to them. Spiritual Sisters podcast, our girls, Nicole and Gabrielle. Um, <laughs> I love listening to them so much. Different than my true crime playlist, that's for sure. But they bring so much insight, and they make me think so much about my life in general. Mm-hmm. In every episode, I just want to learn like from them and actually just have them run my life. Like, yeah, yeah, can you guys just yeah. run my life for me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I love. I it's there because yeah, same. I'm like true crime almost ninety nine percent, except right. for you know both of them are just really good at bringing a little bit of light <laughs> when I've been listening to true crime all Absolutely. day. <laughs> They're great. I love them. Live Laugh Larceny. Okay. Obsessed with these two <laughs> friend podcasts with host Trevin and Amanda. Amanda <laughs> is such a gem of a human. So, first of all, she's freaking gorgeous, you guys. Mm. She is gorgeous. She's a beautiful mama and such a great storyteller of these petty crimes. And I have to add, she has the best laugh ever. So just, I can't. Every time she laughs, I laugh just I because love I love her laugh. My heart just explodes of just like, oh my god, you're the best. And I feel like she's like me. Like her, like she's like, woo woo. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have to see what Heather just did back and forth, like moving. <laughs> I love oh, it. Man. Love that one. They, I they, know. I cackle. Yeah, so does she, and it's the best. Uh, you guys are one of the same. <laughs> I'll listen to them every day of my life. Um, a few more, you guys. Sips of Crime, The Suspended Sentence, The Dead Podcast, Early on Wednesday, Off the Trails, Peculiar Pairings Podcast, Sorta Kind of Funny. Look, there are so many more. I, you know, I'm sure I just overwhelm the shit out of all of you guys. You're like trying to add all of these people to your playlist because they're amazing and you need to add them. <laughs> you need to. But it just, it does. It just shows how many amazing women podcasters there are out there kicking ass yes. every single day. It's it's just a beautiful thing. I love to be a part of this community. It's amazing. And like I said, we're talking about some amazing women history stuff all 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 month. Look, I'm stuttering because I'm just like in love with you all. Okay, okay. <laughs> so there will be more shout outs because I am positive. Look, sure. If I miss you, I do apologize. Like, look, there's a whole month. Not, We're at the exactly. beginning of the month, baby. We'll get we'll yeah. get to all of it. It's it's it is. We just want to spend March celebrating women. Women. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We <laughs> love you guys. Okay, so there's some shout outs for you guys. Next, Heather, are you ready for some Q and A? I'm so ready. I'm super ready for it. All right, we'll see how many we do based on uh, time wise. Let's keep this uh, short and sweet. All right, the first one that we will do 
Hmm, this is a little bit more on the serious side. Oh, okay. Bring what? it. Bring it. What is the biggest challenge you're facing in the podcast world right now? And how are you tackling it? This was sent in to us by Megan, one of our friends, Megan. What is the biggest challenge you're facing in the podcast world right now? And how are you tackling it? That is such a good question, Megan. Wow. She comes with like the good ones. Last time she asked us like a really good one too. She sent me a list. And so it's like I'm just <laughs> trying to go down this list. Yeah, she sent in a, quite a few. So I love her. I, I love it. Um, I think for me, I can kind of guess what yours will be. So I'm going to say something just a little bit different but similar. Engagement. I think is the is really difficult. And right now, thankfully, we have such like we said, we have such a strong, positive, supportive podcast community around us that uh, we are getting, you know, I think our numbers are growing um, a lot. And I think a lot of it is due to, you know, our positive supportive podcast community who are constantly giving us advice and shouting us out on their stuff and everything. But I think engagement from the listeners is is really like one of the challenges from day one. We want that interaction. We want to talk to people. And uh, I think that in order to how we're meeting that challenge is I think we just continue to put ourselves out there. Like we've never stopped doing that. Answer us. No, I think I think you're right. We we do. But we did. We used to do that a lot more where we would ask for their input. So it's just, you know, we got to get back out there and uh, get in their faces even more than we've been doing. <laughs> no, I want to know what were you going to say is mine? What's my biggest podcast? Like? Growing. Getting oh, out to, to more people. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is one of those things where and you hear us say it all the time where it's like, oh, yeah, we've been growing. We've had numbers. But I just expect to wake up one day to like a billion of you guys saying <laughs> hi to me. That's it. Like, <laughs> why is that not happened? No. Um, maybe like, of course, like numbers is on my mind. I think that one of the things that I'm having the biggest challenge with right now is the constant. The constant in my brain of what else I can do and what else I can bring to the table. And I take it so seriously and I'm constantly thinking about like mother, like murder and and what we can do and what we can do better and what else we can Mm -hmm. offer. And Mm -hmm. so I, I take it so seriously. And so that is something that is a challenge for me because I never feel like I'm doing enough. And you're that, doing more than I enough, know, Rachel. I know, girl. Girl, I know. But look, I'm always like, what else can I do? <laughs> but that's who you are. That's I also know. like your personality. Like you're 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 a competitive person. We know so this. Very true. It is so, so you know, true. you're competing with not only like the other podcast, but I think more so with yourself. Like, what right. can I do better? And so but we we love that. That's that's the spirit we love, Rachel. I love that. Okay. Let's do like one that's not so serious. Um all right, here's an that this is still serious. With all of the stories you read and hear about, do they ever make you more anxious or nervous about the world, specifically to being a mother? One hundred percent. Like one hundred percent. Ashley. Yeah. Go ahead, go off. 
I mean, it's so crazy that she asked that because what's coming out on Tuesday, right? The, right. I mean, the, our next episode is just one of the most emotional, anxiety, sad, depressed, angry episodes that we've done in a while. And 100% it does. It, it really uh, makes you think about you know, how am I doing as a parent? What can I be doing to... And it's interesting because we talk about all these missing and murdered uh, mothers. I'm usually thinking about my kids. Like, okay, like, how can I make sure, like, I have two little girls. And I think, how can I protect them from anything like this ever happening to them? And it's it does. 100% it makes me more anxious. But I have to... The way that I think about that, too, is not only can you learn learn things from these cases, but also, I mean, we've mentioned it before, a lot of these cases result in changes being made. I mean, right. we just mentioned how yes. uh, Jennifer Dulos's case resulted in a change being made. And I think that's important to realize is that even though this world is that's scary... Yeah, I think getting these names out there, getting the stories out there, and people doing the right thing to to make sure that these these cases stand for something more, right, is important. Absolutely, and I just have to I have to think uh, that I am I have to be confident in myself as a mom, which is hard to do. Y'all who are mom, like we know it's hard sometimes being a parent, and you're constantly second guessing yourself. But that you're going to do the right thing by your kid and you're going to teach them the right things they need to know. And you're going to you're going to provide for them and keep them safe uh, even when they turn into adults and potentially mothers themselves. So absolutely. Look, I don't have an answer for that. Ditto to everything she just said. I was shaking my head. I was nodding the entire time she was talking because that's exactly that's exactly how I see it as well. You know, the, the the change that's being made in these situations, it's so sad that something like this has to happen oh, for a change yeah. to be made. But then mm-hmm. also just bringing awareness and bringing like if it makes you hold your child's hand a little tighter when you're out in public, if it makes you look over your shoulder at someone that made you like have a weird feeling in your gut, these are things that you have to trust right right and so that is definitely one of those one of those reasons all right and then the last one we'll do really quickly this is just a for fun also from ashley she said what are we cooking for dinner as mothers (laughs) what are we cooking for dinner we need more options i should have bought i love you (laughs) look she she sent in a lot as well and the last one's just like what are we cooking because i need all of them great question girl Great question. I girl. should have brought my um, board. So I have a board in my kitchen that I try to update as often as I can. But, you know, I have my meals up there. So I will tell you to the best of my ability to remember. But on Monday, we are having sauteed onion burgers with, I think he's doing like, um, what are they called? Zucchini. So like zucchini. On Tuesday, we're having flautas with like a tomato corn salsa. It's going to be so good, girl. Trust okay. Me. I'm booking I my flight right now to come on I need, I need, I need some of this in my yeah. life. Wednesday. What was Wednesday? I think Wednesday. I don't even remember. I know Thursday is when Seb cooks. He's going to do like a garlic butter noodle with sauteed Ooh. mushrooms. Yes. Okay. I know. I cannot wait. 
I don't remember what Wednesday was, to be honest, but whatever. So there's but a couple options. But it's written options. down. I'll send Damn, a picture. Girl. I'll post a picture. <laughs> you should because you know what? Today, currently, don't know what's for dinner tonight. Yeah. Dinner's in uh, several hours here. Do I know what I'm cooking? Nope. But you know what I'm doing after this? We're going to the grocery store, and I'm going to figure something out. Well, um, I'll send you those, that, and then you can also <laughs> make some of those You're so things. on top of it. It's so amazing. Honestly, we got an air fryer and we uh, in Christmas, for Christmas, in Christmas, and we, we have been doing a good job using that air fryer, but we've also been uh, phoning it in sometimes, you know? Sometimes it's a noodle night. I'm lucky. My girls will eat literally plain macaroni noodles. That's it. That's it. And you know what? If it works, it works. Like, that's all there is to say about that. Damn, Rachel, you're freaking prepared. Look, I, there was like a quote a long time ago that was like, I forget exactly what it was. Something along the lines of like, inner peace creates outer outer piece or something i don't remember it was uh-huh. like if you have like the inner chaos then you have that outer chaos right okay and so i've okay. been really trying to like tune in because there's been so much going on and so i've been trying so hard to have everything kind of like i've been writing lists and trying to like conquer those lists and take it one Get step it. at a time Get and it. it does help it goes it goes they play together, right? So it's yeah, like for if, sure. if my outside stuff is all in line and has everything how I need it to be, I'm much more stable and and okay. If I, feel if I don't know what's for dinner, I'm going to be a freaking psycho bitch. We don't need her, okay? <laughs> <laughs> we don't need her. If I know what's for dinner, I'm good to go. <laughs> love it. Love it. I love uh, that for you. That's amazing. I'm going to take uh, some lessons from from Rachel. Like I said, I will share that with you guys so you guys can add it to your list. That is all we have for you guys this week. Just a couple updates, some shout-outs to amazing women, and uh, just a little fun Q&A sesh for you guys, Mm -hmm. all right? But happy Mm -hmm. Sunday. I hope that you guys all have a wonderful Sunday and a great week ahead. Gosh. And tune in on Tuesday. 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 It's a a rough one, y'all, but we're kicking off – March, International yeah. Women's. We're we're kicking it off because yeah. talk about a uh, badass woman, an amazing person, an amazing yes. person. Survivor yes. stories are those that are just oh my heart and All and right. and yeah. a little bit of a a little bit of a warning. We cry a bunch. <laughs> we do cry a lot. So get ready for that on Tuesday. <laughs> Yes, get ready for that. All right, we will talk to you guys then. Actually, stay tuned for Tuesday and Thursday because we have a and lot to you right. guys because uh, us badass women got to talk about the badass women. All right, yeah. we will talk to you guys on Tuesday. <laughs> have an amazing day. I love you guys. And make that dinner plan. Make that dinner do plan, it. girl. Go do, do it. That's on my list. <laughs> All right. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. It is solvable. It was solvable two weeks after it happened. March 25th, 2004, Cross Plains, Tennessee. Their last day, question mark. Jennifer, just 21, stands in the kitchen of her boyfriend, Joey Benton's family home, where she and her two-year-old daughter, Adriana Wicks, have been living. 
She has the only phone in the home in her hand and is on a call with her father. Jennifer expresses how the night before, she and her boyfriend's parents, Joe and Cindy Benton, had been involved in a very heated argument. In fact, it was so heated that Jennifer was still rattled from the night before. She moves the receiver down to talk to a muffled female voice coming from behind her. She then says goodbye to her father and hangs up the phone. And what happens next? Well, that's what we're here to find out, isn't it? Jennifer and Adriana Wicks have not been seen or heard from since March 25th, 2004. I'm a true crime investigative podcaster living in the same town where the Wicks girls went missing. Hi, I'm Jules, and I've teamed up with Jennifer's sister, Casey Robinson, to ask some big questions from our little hush town that we've been too afraid to ask each other over the last 20 years. Where are Jennifer and Adriana Wicks? Small towns talk and guess what? We're listening. Missing in Hushtown is coming 2024, wherever you get your podcasts. The entire first season will drop in August. We'll see you then.